What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Regan, and I will be your host. Fat loss, getting toned, and getting in the best shape of your life doesn't have to be reduced to endless cardio and fad diets. It's my goal with this show to give you the useful insights, strategies, and the power to achieve all of your fat loss goals. Oh, what's up, everybody? I am flirting with some new intro ideas. In the last episode, I talked about my transition right now, I would say. Maybe that's a good way of phrasing it. My revelation. My revolution. Get it? Because of the song. But yeah, I'm messing around with some podcast intros. If there's anyone you like, let me know. I'm always open to hear suggestions, stuff like that. I am learning that I have very little answers to my own problems. And having people around to help you. It's pretty, uh, pretty insightful. So today I'm going to be, I'm going to continue along this theme of just sharing my own experiences, the lessons I've learned and how you can practically apply these things. Um, I would say one of the biggest lessons I've learned is just how important mindset is like, fuck, it is everything. And that is kind of the idea of where I want to go with the show and how I can tie all that. I mean, I'm going to be continuing to drop some information, knowledge, because you know that old quote of knowledge is power. I firmly believe that. However, and this is something that I constantly telling my tell myself because it is a never-ending um learning experience for me as well is that knowledge is only power if you fucking apply it and i say that a bit more aggressively because i say it to myself a bit more aggressively knowledge is powerful because it gives us the insights we could potentially use to make the changes we desire however I use potentially because if you do not apply the knowledge that you learn, it is just a limitation you are now placing on yourself. So, for example, you know, the medical industry, whatever you want to call it these days, is it's not fucking healthcare, it's sick care. It is just more or less keeps us in this cycle of being fucking sick. And one thing I've realized is well, for one, there's no money in keeping people healthy. So that's probably one thing, which is why I don't trust anything that's happening right now. But um, I honestly already forget where I was going. That happened so fucking quick. Um, how fast I forgot. But yeah, so the medical industry, it, like it literally is not healthcare. It's sick care. It keeps people fucking sick. And and so the reason I actually, I so I paused it and came back. So there's a little bit of a weird transition there. I apologize. But <clears throat> so... The reason I brought healthcare up is because in the healthcare industry today, like there's this huge thing about mental health, mental health, mental health. Everyone's talking about, we need to, I I see fucking posts all the time online. It's just like, we need to normalize people taking mental health days. How about no? How about you start fucking addressing your goddamn problems? The issue with mental health is everybody fucking ignores their mental health and then they want to be coddled for their mental health. That's not how you solve mental health. 
holding holding somebody's hand through their issues isn't how we resolve these issues around mental health how we resolve these issues around mental health is people start owning their shit and recognize that if you're sad there's a reason for it it's not because there's something wrong with you every fucking human being deals with sadness anger um all of the quote-unquote negative emotions we all deal with it if you want to address mental health you have to pay attention to the signs your fucking body is giving you. Emotions is a sign. Th- the pains you may feel from your digestive tract, joint pain, um, you know, inflammation. All of these things are signs that, you, that your body is telling you that there's something wrong and people choose to ignore it. That is a choice. I'm just going to say that. If you have back pain, you choose to ignore that. If you have shoulder pain, look, the reason I say this, and I will continue to harp on this because I don't ever want this to come across as I think I'm better than anybody. I did the same shit, and I'm very passionate about this now because I don't want people to go through the same struggles I did. You know, I struggled with shoulder pain for like three fucking years before I'm like, all right, you know what? I can't expect a doctor to help me anymore. I've seen, you know, my general practitioner whatever they fucking call them i've seen two different doctors i've seen three physical therapists i've seen a chiropractor and nobody's really helping me they're just going to keep me coming back so they can keep getting pain that's cool it's a business i get it but fuck all of you i'm gonna figure it out and then i owned it i owned it was like okay this is my problem i will figure it out and i will fix it and if 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 i can just get one person and be like okay how can i solve my own issue here that's all i care about one person one person's it because I don't think I'm better than anybody. I know I know I'm the furthest thing from that. But my experiences led me to a place where to realize that th- there are very few people in healthcare, while they have good intentions, that are actually going to be able to help you because the system is not designed that way. It's designed to keep us in the same cycle. So to come back to the, the whole reason I brought healthcare up in the first place before I went off on a tangent is because anxiety is something that people are diagnosed with now. I'm sorry to break this to people. It is not a mental health disorder to have anxiety. It is a normal human thing. So many fucking people deal with it. The difference between people who deal with it and the people who become labeled to it is the people who deal with it recognize it and allow it to be there and give it the space it deserves to be recognized. We can't run from our emotions. That's why there's no negative emotions. And so all of this has led me to realize that the mental health or the, the, the healthcare industry is just going to perpetuate this shit further. If we keep talking about mental health and telling people that they are ang- anxious, they will become labeled with that, and that's who they are the rest of their life. I've known people like this in my life, and it's it breaks my fucking heart because this is sad. Human potential is fucking limitless, and this shit just keeps us perpetuating the same cycle over and over and over again. So this is one of the biggest lessons I've learned mindset is everything and a lot of the things i'm going to talk about today are going to go with that man i'm getting uh, i love talking about this stuff sometimes I get the, i'm getting the chills right now it's like i'm so it fires me up because mindset is the thing that you, that's going to drive everything so mindset is number one the things i've learned from my fitness journey that have helped me more than anything is figure out your mindset figure out what you want your your mindset is going to dictate a lot the story you're telling yourself is going to tell you a lot if you decide to start your health and fitness journey and you're still telling yourself that you're the same old person, you're the same fat person who couldn't lose weight, you're the same uh, overweight person who was sad all the time, you're the same overweight person who wasn't good enough for this guy or that girl or whatever the case may be, you're the same, you know, uh, skinny person, this was me, the same scrawny little boy from high school who got picked on and um, could never really get the girl he wanted, 
That was literally me. And that was a story I was telling myself for like the first year or two of my fitness journey. Add the alcohol issues I dealt with on top of that. And it was like the story I told myself was setting me up for failure. How can I ever expect to attract different things in my life to obtain the physique I desired when I was telling myself this story that kept me perpetuated in the same cycle all the time? It would lead to self-sabotage. I would do two good weeks of training, nutrition, and then I would throw it all away for a fucking weekend to get drunk. Seriously. And that's why your mindset matters. That's why the story you're telling yourself right now matters. That story about I'm the overweight person, I'm the fat person, I'm the scrawny little boy, I'm, you know, out of shape. I'll never I'll never be in good shape. I'll never be healthy. I'll always have joint pain. My genetics. Fuck all of that. They are limitations that your brain is telling you that isn't true. You get to decide. Everything in life is a choice, even the thoughts that you identify with. Your thoughts don't have to control you. You choose to identify them. And if you don't understand what I mean, let me explain it to you. You have a thought that pops up. Oh, I'm not good enough or um, I'm fat and overweight. You can either just be like, oh, that's an interesting thought and let it go. Or you can hear that thought and you're like, that's true. That's me. I'm that. I'm anxious. I'm fat. I'm overweight. I'm not good enough. I'm the scrawny boy. You can identify that or identify with that or you can let it go. Your mindset matters. The story you're telling yourself matters. Address it. I'm telling you, man, there's one thing I could get people to do more is when you start to notice thoughts you don't like, write them down. Open the notes section of your phone. Pay attention to it. The shit matters. It matters a lot. Your mindset's going to dictate a lot. The next thing, habits. And man, does this go with your fucking mindset so much. But your habits matter. Everything in health and fitness. My friends, if you are somebody who is trying to lose fat and get yourself more toned and get stronger, get healthier, reduce joint pain, anything in fitness, anything, your habits matter. You're, you're overweight because of your eating habits. Your, your, your weight is going to be a reflection of the, the eating patterns that you have. Your fitness level is going to be a reflection of the exercise habits that you've created. Your income is going to be a reflection, and I, I'm, I'm just spitballing this one here, um, of the habits you've created for your business life. If it's business or if it's, you know, if you're working with somebody, whatever the case may be, the habits you have at work are going to be a reflection of how much you make. And habits matter, man. That's why it's so important. So let's go over the four stages of habit formation real fast. Because if you ever want to change a habit, you know, I'm actually working on a whole video series for my clients and my content library. I'm really fucking excited about this. Um, you know, I'm, I've discussed like what habits are, what the, what how they work, all these things. And then I'm going into how, like I give the information. I give my clients the information. Knowledge is power, right? I give them the information. And then with that knowledge, they can apply it. But how? How? I'm just giving them information. Well, I give them the tools they need to apply it because I've made certain videos to break down each step in the habit formation or I'm currently making all of them. So like, look, if you're somebody who's listening to this right now and you're anything's resonating with you right now and you're like, okay, maybe I do need to change my habits. Maybe I need to, to work with a coach or something like that. Shoot me a demo on the IG at Tyler underscore Egan. Back to the show. So the four stages of habit formation. They are noticing. So the four stages of habit formation are the cue, craving, response, reward. Every habit, literally just about everything we do in our life, starts with a cue. It sparks a response from you. The cue leads to a craving. Then that craving leads to a response. The response leads to a reward. And that 
creates a feedback loop within our brain. So I'll break this down for you real fast. The easiest one is you wake up tired, okay? Your cue is that you wake up tired and sleepy. Your craving is that you want to feel alert and awake. So the response is you make a cup of coffee and you drink it. The reward is you now feel awake. And then, you know, there's other science, chemical stuff like that behind all that stuff. But that's the overarching point of it is there's the cue, craving, response, reward. And those are the four stages of habit formation. I go into my content library. I go into how to break these things down, all the fucking shit you need to start creating the habits to achieve all of your fucking weight loss goals, everything. Okay. The next thing, the next thing I learned on my fitness journey and man, was this one like a hard pill to swallow in a way? It's getting fucking clear about your goals. Clarity, my friends, clarity. You know, if you don't have clear cut goals, what the fuck are you moving towards? I can't tell you how many clients I come and work with that are just like, yeah, I just want to lose weight. I just want to get toned. It's like, okay. And you know how many plot holes are there? You know, I'm telling you, this is like, I love saying this because it's so funny to me. A client comes to me, I want to lose weight. Okay, I'm going to get a knife and I'm going to chop your fucking foot off. You just lost weight. What else do you want? You want to lose weight? How do you want to look? How do you want to feel? You know, do you really just, do you really just want, is it the number on the scale that's going to make you happy? Or are you going for a desired look? You want to get toned? What? You want to have nice looking shoulders, a wide back? You want to have abs? You know, you want to have a nice butt? You want to have defined thighs? Some nice calves? Good luck with that one. What do you want? Get fucking specific. When do you want it? When do you want it by? I want to get, I want to lose 50 pounds in six months. Okay, that's pretty fucking clear. Uh, why do you want to lose the, the weight in six months? I got a wedding to go to. Okay, look at all that. I have a, I have a wedding to go to in six months. So I want to lose 50 pounds so I can fit in my dress so I can look good. That's fucking clear. That is very clear. That is clarity, my friends. Get clear. Get specific about your goals. It matters. What are you moving towards if you don't have clear cut goals? Losing weight is so fucking vague. I had one of my clients comment on my Facebook post a while back and was just like, you know, I want to I want to lose weight. And I was just like, yeah, see, there's your problem. That's too vague. You got to get more clear. I could come over right now, chop a couple fingers off and you just lost some fucking weight. What do you want from this? You want to be healthier or are you looking for a look? If you want to be healthier, weight is irrelevant. So if you want to be healthier, what it, how are we defining health? Are you defining health based off of your blood markers from your blood test? Or are you going based off of your weight? Or are you going for a specific look? Look, I can I can poke holes in so many of these vague-ass goals I get. Get clear. Get precise. When do you want it? Why do you want it? How do you want it? How do you want to feel? Get fucking clarity. And I'm telling you, once you get clarity on your goals, it will give you the blueprint to your goals. So if you want to lose 50 pounds in six months, then you got to address your, first off, your eating patterns. Like I said, habits, habits, habits. Your eating habits are going to reflect your weight. So if you want to lose 50 pounds in six months, then you got to adopt more of an aggressive fat loss approach, which is one of the programs that I've started to implement in my coaching is, you know, I have different levels of programming and some of them with the aggressive fat loss approach, we go into a, a bit of a more aggressive calorie deficit while maintaining protein so you can retain some lean mass and, and fill your skin out as you begin to drop the fat. So there's, there's a, once you have clear goals, it gives you the blueprint. The blueprint. If you want to lose 50 pounds in two years, then we can take a slow um, weight loss approach, a slow fat loss approach, where you don't have to be in a super calorie restricted diet, where you can 
do a minor calorie deficit and begin to enjoy the food that you're consuming. Start to play around with food, see what works, see what doesn't work. You know, if you want to lose 50 pounds in two years, then the way I perceive that is you are a little bit more flexible. You aren't necessarily worried about results today. You're in this for the long haul. Now, if you're looking for 50 pounds off in six months, then clearly you want your results a little bit quicker. So we got to be a little bit more aggressive. But in the process of this, got to listen to your body, got to pay attention to these things. All right, there's there's a method behind the madness, the more you get clear on your goals, the easier it becomes to discover the blueprint to how you want to, or how you're going to achieve your goals. I just actually finished writing an Instagram post about one of my clients who came to me, we started working together, he, he all he gave me was that he wanted to lose some belly fat. That's all he knew he wanted. I'm like, okay, we'll start working with that. And then, you know, over time, I just kept like, asking questions, this, that, the other thing. And one thing or another, and he figured out how, what exactly he wanted, his goals. And then we got a blueprint. Once he realized what his goals were, and then he had some specific movement goals he wanted to work on, we were able to tailor his training around that because once I got the I, the goals he wanted, I knew how to train him, and then he started seeing fucking results. And this was before his nutrition was even in order. So think about that. He was getting results before he even dialed his nutrition in. That's how powerful powerful clarity is on your goals. All right? The next thing, fucking sustainability. This is going to help with clarity on your goals, but if you are and this is why endless cardio doesn't work for people because sure, you know, you're burning all the calories, you're doing all right the endless cardio and fad diet. This is why it doesn't work long-term because sure, the fad diet, the endless cardio may get the weight off, but what then? What then? Now, this is why quick fixes are fucked because if you get something off really quick, you've never developed the habits. You've never noticed and replaced the habits that led you to your weight gain in the first place. So it will never be sustainable after you lose the weight quickly. So if I you know, could snap my fingers and help you lose 50 pounds overnight, what then? What are you going to do then? You're going to go right back to eating the same way and having the same level of inactivity that you already had. And this is why sustainability matters. If you're not if you're not training in a sustainable way, eating in a sustainable way, what then? Find the foods that work well for you. You know, I was talking to one of my clients about this last week. If if the reason I I mean I don't consume it as much, but I was eating like a fucking tub of almond butter a week, and I'm not. Hold on, I have one right here. I think it's 30. Hold on. I got, I'm grabbing it. I was across the room. 20, no, it's 27 ounces. I was eating like one of those things, consuming one of those things like a week because I love almond butter. It helps me um, stay on track because it's something I, I, I thoroughly enjoy consuming. And the reason I keep it in my, my nutrition is because I enjoy it because it makes it easier for me to sustain my diet. If I was miserable eating fucking tofu and broccoli all day, I would have given up already. But almond butter, that's <sighs> one of my first loves. But like other things, I like I get I drink kombuchas. You know they're high in sugar. Everyone's like sugar's gonna kill you. Like I can like I got a cup of coffee right here. Like I do things that make it more sustainable and enjoyable for myself, so that it lasts long term. I'm in this for the long haul, motherfuckers. I'm gonna be deadlifting 500 pounds at 80 years old. And if I'm gonna want to if I want to do that, I need to be I need to find sustainable ways to to make this last. And that means nutrition. That means training, you know, finding modalities I like. I like to deadlift heavy, so I do it. I like doing a front squats over a back squat, so I do those. You know, I like doing weighted dips over bench press, so that's normally what I do, but right now I'm not because I'm fucking determined to hit 225 on my bench press, damn it. 
but I tailor my training. I tailor my nutrition around sustainability because I'm in this for the long haul. And if I'm doing something I fucking hate, it's never gonna last. And this is something we talk about in the habits videos that I made for my clients, man. You gotta make this shit attractive to yourself. If you're doing something you don't like, it won't last. The last thing, the la- oh my God, oh my God, I'm sorry, I hit the table again. This happens almost every episode, but this one, this one matters. Let it sink in. Mobility is important. What do you mean by mobility, Tyler? Everyone hears me talk about it. I'm actually surprised people don't question me more. People is automatically assume, I think they do. I get the impression they do. I could be wrong. That mobility and flexibility are the same thing. They are not. Mobility and flexibility are so different. Flexibility is more geared towards one specific muscle and lengthening that muscle. You know, every muscle has uh, the capability of being shortened and elongated. That's essentially what we do in the gym. You know, some movements like a Romanian deadlift will elongate the hamstrings, whereas a lying leg curl is going to uh, shorten the hamstrings. So if we want to create more flexibility within our body we just stretch our hamstrings however if we're talking about mobility and that's what i'm talking about here and this shit matters i'm talking about positioning okay i'm talking about soft tissue work i'm talking about getting your body back into the positions it's supposed to be in so mobilizing your body into a deep squat position you know i'm not just talking about stretching your quads you know mobilizing your body to have your shoulders overhead they're meant to go over there if you can't get them overhead anymore, it's just because you've lost the, the mobility to be able to do that. And that matters, you know. It's important to be able to get in these positions for when we're lifting heavy ass weights. Because if we're lifting heavy ass weights, and heavy is all depending on the person, you know. I used to work at a gym where there was a lot of strong motherfuckers, and some of them were deadlifting like 700 pounds. To me, 700 pounds, not gonna happen. But like 400 pounds is heavy as fuck. That's what I mean by heavy. Maybe for you, deadlifting 115 is heavy. That's heavy. That's all that matters. It's it's all relative to you, not to anybody else. So if we're going to lift heavy weights and we want to lift them efficiently, the mobility matters. It matters so much. What happens when your body lacks the mobility is it begins to compensate. Other muscle groups, other joints will compensate for the lack of mobility. So if you're doing an overhead press and you lack overhead mobility, let's say your lats are tight, well, then your shoulders might collapse inward, putting more pressure on your your anterior delt, maybe on the, ro- the rotator cuff collapses in, or maybe that's the wrong word. I don't want to phrase it that way. I don't want to scare anybody, but the rotator cuff isn't activated. So it's not stabilizing your shoulder blade as it's supposed to. So then your lumbar, your low, low back takes over a little bit and, and a little more stress gets placed in there. A lot of tension gets placed on your front shoulder. Maybe impingement happens. Who knows? So many things that happen. That's why it's important to mobilize joints. Mobilize them in the ways that they matter, that they need to be in. So guys, five things that I've learned throughout my health and fitness journey that have really helped me. And I think if you just applied or, or looked at one of these things and thought of how could this apply to me and then applied it in a practical way to yourself, I think it would go a long way. Working on your mindset. What do I mean by that? What's the story you're telling yourself about where you are? Listen to that. That's going to tell you everything you need to hear. Your fucking habits, they matter. Remember, every habit has these four stages to, well, the four stages of habit formation are cue, craving, response, reward. If you want to address the habit that isn't serving you any longer, notice the cue that sparks it in the first place and begin to change it. If you want to learn more about this, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Clarity. Get clear about your goals. Be very clear, very precise. Ask yourself as many questions as you can. Talk to yourself like you're a five-year-old and get to the bottom of what you want, why you want it, and how you want it, when you want it. All right? Sustainability. Is this shit going to last for you long term? Yes? No? If not, 
you better make it or else you can say hello to the 25 pounds you lost and last mobility matters i don't care what level of fitness you're at there is mobility for everybody everybody positioning of your body matters all right guys so that's gonna be it for today's show if you guys took any kind of value from this episode and want to support the show please uh leave a rate and review on itunes share it on social media tag me um specifically on instagram at tyler underscore egan and i will check you beautiful people out in the next episode peace